What's the secret to your hair, Dr. Lisa? I get that question so much. And what I have changed recently is using my Nourish Collagen Peptides from the Nourish Balance Thrive line. As you know, before I ever put my name on anything, I test it out for months. And so therefore, I have been using this product for a long time before it ever became available to you guys. Why am I loving this product so much more than any other ones that I've ever used? A, this is grass-fed collagen. So if you are dealing with post-COVID hair loss, if you are dealing with a Hashimoto's diagnosis or a hypo or just low thyroid diagnosis and you're losing your hair, or maybe you're noticing your hair just isn't as thick as it used to be when you were in your 20s, right? There's so many of us noticing that. You might want to add some collagen into your routine. And the Nourish Collagen Peptides is from grass-fed cows, so you're going to love that. You're not going to get all the nasty hormones or whatever else that might be in conventional products. I am always looking for the cleanest source available. What else? If you're looking in the mirror and you're noticing those laugh lines, or if you can pinch your skin and it doesn't like rebound back as fast as it used to, that means the elasticity of your skin just isn't there and we want to rebuild it, nourish it so it can thrive, right? So the Nourish Collagen Peptides will do just that. And obviously as a chiropractor, I love this because it is good for your joint health as well. So Nourish Collagen Peptides has type 1 and type 3 collagen peptides in it, which are great for, like I said, hair, skin, and nails. So if you are dealing with laugh lines or thinning hair or creaky joints, you're going to want to grab a container of the Nourish Collagen Peptides. You can mix it into your smoothies, into your coffee. You can mix it into like your brownies if you're eating that drlisao.com, click the shop link or click the link below. An ironic media production. Visit us at ironicmedia.com. Welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Dr. Lisa Olszewski. Today's guest is Dr. Omatama Simmons. And we're talking fertility. So don't tune out if you're saying, I've already had kids. I don't need to find out anything about fertility because we really deep dive into our female hormones and we even touch on the male hormones too. So if you're a guy, you might want to stay tuned as well and listen in. But we're going to go through all sorts of different stuff, ladies, especially how our hormones go throughout our cycle and what we should do to help promote that for our cycle. And she even deep dives into seed eating, which is something that I have been seeing a little bit more often online the last couple of years. And so it's really cool on like what seeds you can incorporate into your diet to help support our hormones. There's some great stats you're going to love finding out some more information on this just about fertility as to what's happening now in our society and because of all the excess stressors that we have coming into our bodies, etc., and what we're seeing with fertility. So check it out, and I will have all of her links below. Hey there, Rockstar. I'm so glad you're here. I know you've been struggling for a while, trying to figure out why things just aren't changing. I've been there. I get you. I see you. I know how hard you're trying. I'm here to let you know that there's light at the end of the tunnel, and I'm here to teach you the simple steps to becoming that healthy, vibrant, best version of you. Are you ready? Let's do this. 
Ladies, 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 the show is for you. I'm so excited about our guest today. We just recorded for another project that I have going on. And it's like so amazing that I want to bring this over for all of our women. So guys, tune in too. Like just don't turn off this podcast today because you think it's just going to be for the women because I have a brilliant guest with me. This is Dr. Omatma. Yes. <laughs> You got it! Yay! I, I know my up. my name is not easy. I totally. I have just a say lot Dr. Of Simmons. <laughs> yes, that works too. Yeah. Dr. Simmons works. So we're gonna talk fertility because here's the deal. You know, I'm everybody in the audience knows that I'm in my 40s, and so I've seen this with my friends a lot. Where, um, and especially I think it's like our generation. We're kind of about the same age, I would assume. Like, yeah. I feel a lot of us got married later, or like. You know, I've never totally. been married yet, but like, <laughs> so it's one of those things that when you get married later, everybody wants to know like, Hey, when are you having kids? Have yeah. the baby started? Like when are you pregnant yet? Like, and then if people are struggling, which is a reality now, and we're going to, you know, go into that stuff. It's a really like, it's a hard conversation to have. And I hate seeing that Like I've seen it with my friends. And so then, you know, sometimes they ended up going down the IVF road, but here I want to just talk about more natural um, options first. Yeah. You know? So yeah, absolutely. So I think, thank you. Thanks for having me. <laughs> it's yes. so much fun. A couple of things that you've already said. So for all the guys that are listening, y'all want to listen to this because this affects you just as much as it affects your partner. This is yep. not all about your wife. I promise you, like I kind of, um, beat it over the head sometimes, but 50% of the fertility equation is the guy. And uh, the thank number you for saying that too. <laughs> a lot of times it's like, oh, it's the women's hormones that are messed up. Well Yes. Or oh you're older. That's why it's not happening. Uh, like let's talk about the fact that men's sperm counts, counts motility and morphology. All three markers on the semen analysis have been on the decline and most of it has been almost like cut in half in the last 70 or so years. So we've had this steep decline in men's semen markers, but the number of times that men are not even tested is really high. So a lot of times couples will come and like, hey, I've been struggling with infertility for three years, five years, whatever it is. And I'm like, great, let me see the guy's semen analysis. And they're like, huh? What's that? I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> like, which doctor did not test the guy? Let's talk about that because I've actually heard, and I don't know who it was. I don't want to say, um, like, so we're both in like a mindshare community. I feel yes. like it was somebody in there, but I don't, if I, if it wasn't him, I don't want to say it. But they've said that sperm count in men are so low that if it was, if we were another species, we'd be looking at, holy crap, this might be going toward extinction. Yeah. Like it's that low, but nobody's totally. talking about that. <laughs> no, yeah. I think it was, I think Dr. Zach Bush talked about that. It wouldn't have been. Oh, right. okay. Yes. Yes. I know Dr. Bush too. Yeah. That's I think awesome. he, cause I had yeah. interviewed him. Like I really, it was him. Yeah. Yeah. And, and like for, oh my goodness. So yes, if, if, a hundred years ago, what we considered normal for men, let's just talk about count because it's easy. What we considered normal was 120 million per ejaculate, right? 120 million sperm. What's considered normal today is 15 million. 
so like 10% less. Holy crap. <laughs> a tenth of what it was. A tenth of what it was is considered now normal. And like, why? (laughs) So why is it that we have drastically changed what we consider normal? Because men just don't have good sperm anymore. So we are now like, oh, we have to like lower the bar, lower our standards because Men are not meeting up to rise to the challenge. Pun intended. (laughs) (laughs) So let's go through some of the reasons of that. I'm assuming it's all the excess estrogens in our society at this point, right? Yeah. A lot of the excess estrogens, toxins, things that are just sperm killers, (laughs) like flat out are killing the sperm. Let's put our phones in our pockets and our laptops right on our testicles. Yeah. And that will definitely kill your sperm, guys. Like, let's or I be see very all the little real. kids with the iPads right on their laps, and I'm like, yeah. take that off of them. Yep, they're yep. developing organs at that point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. so, yes, and then and then this the other part of it is like the toxins that are floating around in the womb at conception, and like through that pregnancy are gonna affect the gonadal development of the child. So whether it's a female or a male, their fertility is getting impacted while they're in your body. So the the second or the flip side of this is like, let's think about the babies that we're creating and like, how are we going to create healthier babies? Oh, and, and like, really think about like, if we, if you want grandchildren... <laughs> you might want to think about this, right? Like you may not have grandchildren if you. (laughs) So true. Yeah. It's that whole concept. So that's what I do love is like to see um, the generations that I've been like, I don't feel that old, but then when I realize I've been in practice for however many years, like you have people that have come in that were like, Hey, we're thinking of having kids that are not, you know, have kids that are 15 years old or whatever. So that's what I really love is when they do come in and say, let's think about what, what do I need to do for preconception? Like to make this easier. So. Totally. And like, yeah, like really putting the energy in up front. And it doesn't have to be a long time. It doesn't have to be like two years. Um, but like three or four months is a great timeline to say, hey, I'm going to get off my birth control or hopefully you're not even taking birth control. That's That'd be great. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to make a shift in my lifestyle that's conscious I'm going to support my hormones. I'm going to detox my body for the men and the woman. Like both people need to do this. Um, As we prepare to get pregnant. So this is not even like, hey, we're having issues with pregnancy. This is just like, let's prepare our bodies before we get into pregnancy. So how can they start preparing for hormones? Like like prepare, especially with women. I like what you were talking about before with them. So you absolutely, like the first step to prepare your hormones is to understand where they are. (laughs) Like, what are your hormones doing in present time? So not like, hey, I got tested 10 years ago. You can use these (laughs) tests. Like, no. Fertility was awesome 10 years ago. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And actually, like, we're kind of joking about it, but the number of times that guys come in and say, well, I have a 10-year-old, so I should be good, right? And I'm like, 
you realize that your sperm is flipping over every three months. So the <laughs> the transitions that your sperm has been through in 10 years is- This all- is when I want to do like, this is just an audio podcast, but I still <laughs> want to put these videos on YouTube. Like I'm here like smacking my head right now. <laughs> well, you and I know we, we've seen it all the time. Guys, we're not laughing at you. Like we get it. No, we- no. It's just no. like, it's not the guys. It's the doctors. Yes. It's like- why are we not educating people better? Um, so mm-hmm. it's I'm not I'm not blaming it on the guys. I'm blaming it on no. on my colleagues who are like, oh yeah, you have a kid, your sperm is fine, <laughs> or no, we don't need to test you. Who cares that you guys have not had a baby for three years? Yeah. It's like, um, yeah, you might want to pause on that thought. And, and like really do the work. So testing really needs to be a first step for men and women. Um, For women, I generally suggest even before you start trying. So don't wait till you are having difficulty with this and definitely don't wait 12 months, which is the average recommendation for the Western medicine world to give you a test slip to go get your hormones tested. Like do it. Just do it. Do it on your own if you have to. Um, I can tell you a quick story. I was, I think I was like 36 or 37. And of course, like I do this stuff. So I went to my OB and I was like, Hey, I'm thinking about getting pregnant soon. Maybe in the next year, maybe you can run my hormones to see where my levels are. And this doctor, God bless her heart. (laughs) She argued with me for 45 minutes. She was like, I am not running these tests for you because you have not been trying to conceive for at least six months. And I was like, yes, but I want to get pregnant in the next year. Can you just test my hormones? And she's like, no, that's that's not what we do here and blah, blah, blah. So she just kept arguing with me. And finally, she was like, fine. I'll order the test for you. It's going to be about $3,000 out of pocket. And I was, I was like, are you out of your mind? (laughs) Like so many curse words in there. Um, uh, But like to be told, like, no, you can't know what your hormone levels are. I was like, dude, I'll do this test myself. Like right, for a fraction of the Yeah. <laughs> like for 150 bucks, I can order these tests myself and I'm good. I don't even need you to look at them. You know, uh, so funny. I had the same thing. It wasn't for fertility, but I just wanted to know this was early on in practice when I was doubting my own, like my own intelligence on stuff. So I was like, oh, I'll just have a medical doctor check this. Right. And I could have done the saliva test. I could have done the urine test. I could have done all that. And it said, literally it was like $2,500 of blood work done at 12 o'clock, literally 12 o'clock. So I walked in and I was like, here you go. Here are my, here are my, for as a cycling woman, here are my hormones at this time period. And she's like, well, I didn't know you didn't have insurance that was going to cover it. Like we could have just done saliva. And I was like, I am never second guessing myself again. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh goodness. I got nowhere with it. Like she was like, well, this doesn't really show us much. I'm like, awesome. So I should show up there 30 (laughs) days out of the month and do a blood draw. Come on. (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, it's just, it's a different thought process. We're looking at it from a holistic perspective, allowing this body just, we're supporting it naturally. And we're, Mm -hmm. you know, we're not artificially manipulating hormones. Mm -hmm. We're not, you know, like the birth control pill would do. Right. Well, birth control does that 
to our hormones. It suppresses our hormones, right? And then it, it gives the control over to the pill that is going to pretend, like have your body pretend that it's cycling. So that's one part. And then we get off of birth control. We try to get pregnant. It, maybe it doesn't happen right away. And then we go into the IVF clinic and what do they do? Control your hormones. <laughs> like, let's give you a whole bunch of estrogen and a whole bunch of progesterone and LH, FSH, growth hormone. Like, these are the medications that women are getting to, get, to now get pregnant through IVF. And I don't have a problem with IVF. I think it's amazing. Like I've watched a couple of doctors do retrievals and it's, it's beautiful. It's like such a spiritual process. Like at least for an observer like me, I was just like, oh my God, life is being created and I can see it on this microscope. It's fascinating. And it is, it's fine if you absolutely need it, but the average woman doesn't absolutely need it. And it doesn't work that often. It really doesn't work as well as they say it does. So like the actual success rates of a 35-year-old going through IVF is like 27%, I think. Wow. So it basically went, your average um, fertility per cycle is 20%. You paid $20,000 to get a 7% increase in your possibility of getting pregnant. Essentially, wow. that's, what, that's what that translates to. By the time you're 42, that success has gone down to 3%. So your chances of getting pregnant through a $20,000 cycle of IVF is 3% at the age of 42. Wow. So, and that's, that doesn't account for the impact that it has on your body because your body is getting flooded with all of these exogenous hormones that are trying to mimic what your body would naturally do. So like, it's pretty fascinating. I've talked to a lot of reproductive endocrinologists and the way that they explain why they're giving certain hormones at certain times, it's like they're trying to stimulate what the body is naturally designed to do and like be sort of in rhythm with that. But the amount of hormones that you need being fed to you is so much higher so, so that they can retrieve like 10 or 12 or 20, how many ever eggs that they can get um, in a very like fake, I'm going to call it fake, or like Artificial, a, a, an yeah. unnatural process, right? So it's like really to think about, is this the path that I want to be on? And is it worth it? Like, it can be amazing if you if you've done all the natural things, you've tried to rebalance your hormones, you've tried to like address that you might have PCOS or address endometriosis. A lot of people have endometriosis, they don't even know it. The number of times in my practice that I've said, oh, you have PCOS. And they're like, wait, what? My doctor never told me. And I'm like, oh, your hormones definitely show you have PCOS. Um, so the number of times that there are relatively simple-ish explanations of what's happening in their body and, hey, natural medicine has so much that it can offer to help rebalance your body 
it, it's just mind blowing that women go to IVF as the first step. So it's, it's not, it's fine. It's great that it exists because God bless us. Like sometimes we really do need IVF, Mm -hmm. but the fact that it is the first line therapy for something that needs to be like much later in the process. Yeah. And to just nourish the body first. Yeah. Right. Like nourish and build. Cause I really think like, I mean, this is again, me coming from a naturopathic standpoint, a chiropractic standpoint, like mm-hmm. nourish and build your body. And we don't yes. have to run. Like medicine is amazing for emergencies. At yeah. least you know, that, you know, if I'm hit by a car or something, yeah. Like take me to the emergency room. But in the meanwhile, like for prevention and wellness, you want to look more really holistically. There's nothing yes. about throwing yeah. medications at somebody just for wellness, right? Like throwing somebody a cholesterol med to prevent <laughs> cholesterol. <laughs> or yeah. so. Um, yeah. So let's talk about like how can they help balance out their hormones or if it is something, um, you know, if, well, even PCOS, like maybe mm-hmm. they don't even, maybe the women don't know what PCOS is or endometriosis. Yeah. Like what are some of the natural things that you talk to them about in normalizing that? Like, I know, I know what I do with it for my people. Yeah. So I'm assuming yeah. like, we're probably on the same page. <laughs> yeah. I, I think, you know, like start, I just, I always start with the foundation. So the foundation needs to be based in diet and lifestyle in terms of diet. Um, eating way more vegetables than than anything else, <laughs> like green leafy green, vegetables. Yeah. And like I'll corn sometimes... and potatoes don't count. I'm in the Midwest, right? <laughs> no, no potatoes. Corn <laughs> potatoes are not your vegetables. <laughs> <laughs> um, really, like the green, the vibrant leafy things, um, and getting a variety and um, thinking about it's a little bit of the way that the the food pyramid is set up eight servings of fruits and veggies i'm like no that should be one serving of fruit and seven servings yes. of veggies and organic oh, ideally organic yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> ideally least, organic at least pesticides sure. possible yeah yeah and then this so that's i think that's number one um the second is seed cycling can be really supportive for all types of hormonal imbalances. So using a certain set of seeds in your follicular phase and your luteal phase, and you kind of cycle through it, can really help to create a foundation for your estrogen in the follicular phase and progesterone in the luteal phase. Those are the the guiding hormones of the two different phases. So being in sync with that and kind of supporting that through the through the seeds that you eat can help to gently rebalance your hormones. Let's talk about this. This is so intriguing to me because I've only recently heard about it. Yeah. So when you mentioned it before, I was like, oh, wow. So mm-hmm. um, can we deep dive into this? Are you okay? Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah. So going through like different seeds in our diet, like literally yeah. ladies, like that's what they're telling, what she's telling you is to add in different, different, different seeds, seeds into your diet during, depending on what time period you are within your yeah. cycle. Yeah, it's it's actually really simple. So flax and pumpkin in the follicular phase and sesame and sunflower in the luteal phase. So oh. a tablespoon of each. The flax, the only tricky part about the flax is that it needs to be ground. And ideally, you can just grind it yourself and then freeze a bunch to have for later. Um, when you buy the pre-ground stuff, the oils in that flaxseed, is probably not good. So a little bit oxidized, not the ideal. So 
buy them whole, grind them yourself and eat them ground. All the other seeds you can throw on top of salad. You can like mix it in however you want. There's recipes online to get to make your own like seed balls. <laughs> um, there's lots of things you can do with these and um, that will really, so the flax and pumpkin help rebalance or, or, or um, kind of optimize the estrogen and then sunflower and sesame are good for the progesterone. That's so cool. This, I yeah. mean, is that Ayurvedic based or where, I don't it, even know. I, I think it's just like a naturopathic thing that, I feel like it's getting more popular. Um, Again, I'll say this is like, if you have severe hormone imbalance, it's probably not going to fix it. Um, But it can help just that like um, borderline imbalances to get optimized. So it can, it's a really gentle therapy. I, I think I did an interview about this for like women's health magazine or something. And they were like, well, tell us, like, does it always work? And I was like, no, it, it doesn't always work for everybody, but yeah. it will, it adds a good foundation of hormonal support through food. So I think of it as like supportive rather than fixing anything. Um, and that's it. good because, so, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm nourishing not going to give you, <laughs> yeah, you're, you're nourishing and building and you're getting like zinc um, there's zinc is high in pumpkin and sunflower seeds. So you're getting like small amounts of nutrients that you may not generally have in your body or in your diet. You're getting a little extra dose of those things. So that can be really super supportive. Um, zinc's amazing for the immune system. The one thing that 2020 <laughs> has taught a lot of people about on how to naturally support their immune system. <laughs> yeah, that too. That too. <laughs> All the benefits. Yeah. What about for men? Is there any, like, what should, certain foods that they should focus in on for that? Yeah. Zinc and, uh, so zinc from pumpkin and pu- sunflower seeds are great for guys. They don't need to cycle it. They would just eat it. Yeah. Um, Their hormones aren't all over like ours are. <laughs> right. They're pretty steady and even keel. Uh, <laughs> awesome. Well, yeah. what else can they do? I mean, like, I, I love this conversation. This is yeah. something that I feel like so many, like everybody needs, we all need to understand our hormones, I think, yeah. because I find so often, again, people just get, or women get thrown a birth control pill. Like they get thrown that through in like their teenage years. And then you'll start seeing people that have been on it for decades. And it's like, holy smokes, like your body hasn't known what to do to normally cycle for, you know, years at that point. Yeah. Yeah. And, and oftentimes women are getting, young women are getting put on birth control because they have hormonal imbalance right? They're not getting put on birth control because they're trying to avoid pregnancy. That's a small percentage, but a lot of times they're getting given the pill to um, like, oh, you're having really irregular menstrual cycles. Great. Let's just give you the birth control pill. That's going to fix it. Yeah, Often one third of those women that are having hormonal imbalances, long cycles, irregular cycles, heavy menstrual bleeding, increase in cramps, they either have PCOS or endometriosis. Those are the two most common things that women are put on birth control for without them even knowing that they have those issues. So 
then of course you get to pregnancy, the time that you're trying to get pregnant and you're like, wait, it's not happening. It's not happening. And my hormones are all out of whack and I'm not bleeding every 28 to 32 days. And you just have to like pause and say, well, why did you get put on the pill to begin with? And they will say, they'll often say, well, I think I was having really bad cramps, or I think I was not bleeding for months and months. And those can be really key indicators of what might be happening under the surface to help figure out why they're not getting pregnant now. Like those issues didn't get resolved. They didn't go away. They just got, you basically slapped a bandaid on it. Absolutely. And said, we don't want to deal with this at 15. You, you can deal with it when you're 30 or 35, basically is yeah. what happened. <laughs> I always um, tell people, it's like, you know, in our society, it's the oil light going off in our car and we just throw duct tape over it and we continue <laughs> to drive the car. And then the engine yes. blows up and we're like, well, why did that happen? <laughs> right. Yeah. That's a really great analogy. I might have to say like, that. <laughs> we do it all the time, all the time, you know, or like, yeah. oh, well, it's just headaches. Well, no, those headaches are common for people. They're not, they're not normal. Like right. these symptoms aren't normal. It's your yes. body's way of saying, yeah. hey, something's wrong. Let me like fix me. Yes. But, yeah. It's it. Those are the little indicator lights that can say, Hey, something is happening. If you pay attention to it now, you won't deal with a bigger issue later. Right. Um, that's a really good point. I talk a lot about how, um, one of the indicator lights is cramps for women, right? As far as hormone goes, like most women have assumed, oh, it's normal to have cramps. And, and then I'm out here like, no, it is not normal. Mm. Cramps are so not normal. It's, they're common, but they're not normal. Not normal. Or how many women that will take days off of work because their period is that bad and they've just dealt with it for 20 years. And I'm like, ladies, no, like that's not, you don't have to do that. Right. Like, yeah. Yeah. Or the, you know, weeks of PMS, like (laughs) you you don't need to have two bad weeks out of every month. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Well, it's just PMS. And then, and then it's like the culture of work and Mm -hmm. men who work with you are like, oh, she's menstrual and you get written off because of like, what? You're like being that's a girl. Not yeah. okay. <laughs> that no, is so right. not okay. So, <laughs> I'm in a male dominated profession. I hate that. Oh, she's <laughs> just being a girl. <laughs> yes. Being a boy then. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. Say that to some 50 year old men. They don't appreciate it. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> but yeah, it's so interesting. It's so much of us just taking, um, like just taking responsibility for our health and us deep diving and learning more. So like what is happening with our hormones and all of that type of stuff and what should be happening? Yeah. Well, tell them yeah. about your book too, as like oh. that's right behind your shoulder. I think I love that. The, the topic or the, the name of your book. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> it's called fertility secrets. What your doctor didn't tell you about baby making. Oh, I love it. And then, um, well, anything else you want to share? And I know like you give them your website and all that contact information. And I definitely want to have you back on the show some other time. Like this is, that would be awesome. This is so good. Um, so my website is holisticfertilitycenter.com and, uh, we do a lot of educational stuff through Instagram. So if you want to follow us, it's holistic underscore fertility underscore doctor. So holistic fertility doctor on Instagram or holisticfertilitycenter.com on the website. And if, you know, like one of the things that we've been offering, I've been doing this for 10 years now, we offer a $1 consultation to review your hormones. 
So it's like a hour long discussion. At this point, I don't do this myself. I have a doctor trained to do this. Um, But we basically like look at your hormones and tell you what your doctor didn't tell you, which like the number of times women are like, wait, why didn't my doctor tell me my estradiol is so high or whatever? Like it looks like it's normal, but it's not optimal for fertility. And we'll like help break those things down so that you can really like walk away from that with education about your body and um, the number of times that I've had those discussions with people and like, hey, I'm glad you got tested. Your hormones look awesome. Just go keep keep trying. And the reassurance that women get from that, they go and get pregnant. <laughs> like, like it's oh, that mental relax. block that just clears, right? <laughs> yep. Yep. So that like that one dollar consultation, if we advertise it like, hey, you might get pregnant out of this <laughs> one hour with us. <laughs> Instead of like spending thousands or hundreds of thousands of dollars to go do IVF, which, you know, like you don't need it. You don't even need us. Just go get pregnant. <laughs> I know. It's so funny. Like I'm a chiropractor, right? Like that's my, my 100% is chiropractic. And I have a naturopath as well. And it's so funny because you'll hear about people getting pregnant after their chiropractic adjustment. Right. And then there's these doctors that'll walk around and be like, yep, I've gotten all these p- people pregnant. And I was like, dear God, like, no, you haven't. Like you adjusted them. <laughs> <laughs> it's just funny how they yeah. are. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, but it is. It's great. Like just anything that will help your body relax and like really, really relax. Not like the number of times that you've heard your mom or an older woman say, oh, you just need to relax, honey. You'll get pregnant. And it's like, if someone says that to me, I swear I would punch them in their face. (laughs) Like that's not, yes, you need to relax, but it's not helpful to tell me to relax. It's probably not going to work. But there's things like chiropractic and acupuncture and meditation and uh, like all of the mind body things that can help relax your nervous system on a deeper level is going to support you to get pregnant faster. Yeah. And it's like, there is such a mental like component to it. Cause I even remember growing up the people that, um, multiple people that were like, they had just adopted a baby because they had decided like that was their route and then they ended up pregnant. Like you hear that all the time too, right? So there's definitely just that mental component as well. So, I mean, obviously hormone, everything else is playing a huge role, but it's interesting and how I feel like we're in a society where we try to have control over everything and sometimes just letting go. Yeah, it it is. It really is that, that control aspect. And I often, uh, I have a really cool story if I can share. Um, I had a patient, this is one of my first women that I was supporting with fertility and she was 42 years old and um, she had been working with an acupuncturist who had referred her to me for five years. So she'd not been able to get pregnant. She'd been through multiple IVF cycles, all the things, right? She had done it all. And this was kind of the last ditch effort. The acupuncturist was like, oh, you're a fertility specialist. Maybe you can help her. And And sure enough, like, I was like, oh, your gut needs healing. And we did a bunch of stuff. But the crucial moment of her treatment was throughout her, the three months that I had known her at that point, she would come into the office. Her first visit was supposed to be three hours. She comes into the office and within 20 minutes, she's like looking at her watch. 
like, uh, uh, so how long is it, how much longer is it going to take? I have to get back to work. I have all this shit to do. And she's this like super type A woman. And so I noted it and I was like, that's fine. We can like extend this out over multiple visits. No problem. Um, she finally, um, we had our mind body appointment and I am doing this on a Saturday with her at that time. I I would do Saturday stuff. No more. Yeah, no more people. Yeah. <laughs> I do not work on the weekend. I have a kid now. Right. Um, Family's more important. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I'm sitting on the on video with her on a Saturday and like looking at her house as she like panned her, her phone. And I was like, wait, your whole house is white. Like everything in your house is white. The couch, the table, the well like literally everything and that is what stood out to me and I was like oh shit I think I know what she needs so I'm like are you a control freak and she starts crying she's like I've been a control freak my whole life and I can't do anything about it and I can't stop because control is just what I need in my life and um she luckily she was like able to embrace it because I gave her a homeopathic remedy, which I do sometimes. And homeopathy is a little bit debated and a little bit woo, but whatever. No, I I agree with it 100%. No, for sure. (laughs) We're all frequency, right? Like I get it. Vibration. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. So I gave her this homeopathic remedy for control. It is the remedy. Like there are a lot of different remedies for control, but this is like the epic control freak. Um, gave her that remedy two weeks later her husband calls me I hadn't talked to this guy he's like yeah I'm her husband blah 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 what did you give her and I was like oh crap what happened Um, and she's like I don't know what you gave her but just give me a gallon of it because this person is the person I want to be with (laughs) the other person not so much and within two weeks this man who she had been emasculating for their entire relationship all of a sudden was able to relax. He found a job. He's like, I don't take no shit anymore. Like he was actually able to be his masculine self. And um, three weeks after that, I got an email from them saying, we're pregnant. That's hallelujah. They had that baby. That baby is like now probably five or six or seven, something like a lot older. That's Um, so cool. And yeah so it's a big it's deal like, like and I think thinking and just like 2020 to- for for control freaks type a's has been horrible <laughs> <laughs> I mean because nobody knows what's coming and so yep. for people that have had total control of their entire life like it's been a strain on yeah. people I've seen that oh yeah oh yeah definitely it's like all of your plans are out the window this year <laughs> so even uh, like it, for us, we're, I'm in California. We've had like the fires and the smoke and all the stuff. And every week I think, oh, like maybe we should make plans for this weekend. And then I'm like, what do you, wait, hold up. What plans? We don't have plans. What plans are we going to make? <laughs> we're going to need to wait and see if the air quality is decent enough for us to get out of the house. <laughs> Like I used to be on an airplane every weekend and I haven't seen a plane since February. And I'm just like, it's so bizarre. And that's what I'm just like, I don't want to get stuck. Like, I don't know. It's not that I'm scared to death to fly, but it's like, A, I don't want to be exposed to the chemicals on the plane. There's so many different aspects of it, but I'm like, 
I'm really appreciating my time at home because now yeah, like, all these people I've been able to connect with for the podcast. It's like, I have a whole new set of friends now. <laughs> so, so good. Awesome. Well, it's been so fun today. So much great information. I can't wait to share this and with the audience. So if you guys have any questions or anything like that, you can uh, always comment and um, give them your website one more time. Yeah. Holisticfertilitycenter.com. Thank you so much. I appreciate all of your time today. Thanks so much for having me, Dr. Lisa. All content provided by Dr. Lisa Olszewski and her guests in her programs, including this podcast, her website, summits, and other platforms, is for educational and informational purposes only. Always seek the advice of your physician or another qualified health provider before you make any changes to your health routine, especially related to this content. Ask your physician questions about medical conditions. No statement has been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration, and products mentioned or discussed in these programs are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. I hear it all the time. How do I get my kids to eat fruits and vegetables? How can I get them to take a multivitamin? Or even for our adults, I hate fruits and vegetables. How do I incorporate some of the great benefits of this? This is why I created the Nourish Super Greens and Super Reds. You are going to love them. They are all organic. You have organic green blend and an organic red antioxidant blend. But what else I love about this... I brought in immune support as well. So we have such amazing superfoods, all of the different mushrooms that are in there, along with digestive enzymes. And you can just mix it into your smoothie. You can mix it into some water, but it tastes good. There are no added sugars. You're going to love it. So just click the link below or go to drlisao.com and click the shop button.